Hey, everybody. Welcome to day number five in this 21 days of prayer and fasting journey that we find ourselves on. Today, what we're looking at is recognizing that in our life, we need a new birth. We need reconciliation. Where does that come from? How do we experience that? We understand first and foremost that we're born into a new family. Today's scripture passage is going to come from 1 Peter and also 2 Corinthians. Let me share those with you because they give some tremendous insight. 1 Peter chapter 1, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. You know, just the other day, I had a chance to, to talk. Again, we start looking at this idea of prophecy. And in our Bible studies that we've done on Wednesday night, we've been dress, addressing signs of the times. And one of the things we were looking at was the book of Ezekiel. And in Ezekiel chapter 38, it starts addressing when the enemies of, of the people of God will start attacking the people of God. God is going to provide hope and restoration. God is already providing hope and restoration because we've been grafted into that amazing family by surrendering our lives to Jesus. We have been saved by the grace of Almighty God. And what's amazing is you start understanding the power and the majesty of God. Now in Ezekiel, as the enemies of God are pouring out, there's a reason that the enemies of God are coming against the nation of Israel. Five times in Ezekiel chapter 38, God says that I'm doing this so that the world will know who I am, so that the world sees who I am, so that the world will recognize my great name. You see, God doesn't need to be reminded of how great his name is. God knows how great his name is. The ones who need to be reminded of the greatness of God are us. We need to remember how amazing and powerful and almighty he is, that he spoke everything into existence, that there's nothing that confuses him, nothing that, ang that, that he can't handle. There's nothing that will overwhelm him. Yes, there is sin that angers him, but there is joy that is brought to his heart when we're obedient to him. We serve an amazing, amazing God. That's where we find ourselves here today. First Peter reminds us of this inheritance. The second passage comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. We are made right with God through Christ. Jesus and Jesus alone. Such beauty in that, such hope in that. And we become ambassadors. We become, uh, we become such an important part of this journey as we share the gospel with those and plead with them to come back to God, sharing the truth of the gospel with them. So today, embrace that truth. Know that God is working in some magnificent ways. Know that God has made you new. Yes, we're going to war against that old flesh. John in 1 John talks about the fact that sin is going to be a challenge for us. And if we say we have no sin, we call God a liar. And yet 
we're also reminded that we're to be moving towards perfection. Not that we would attain it, but that we would be moving towards Jesus, being more and more like him every single day. So today, in what you do, in the conversations that you have, and the people that you encounter, there will be challenges and there will be difficulties. Remember whose you are. Remember to whom you belong. Remember how powerful he is and that there's absolutely nothing impossible for him. Give thanks to God for the redemption and the new life that's hidden and given in Christ. We see that in Colossians 3. Pray for greater understanding of this new birth into the family of God and for an uprooting of anything not planted by him, of him, this sinfulness that can consume us. Ask God for spiritual eyes and ears to see and hear beyond the physical and the audible and pray for selfless, emboldened faith to speak truth in love and to pursue reconciliation of people to God and to one another. Let's pray together. Almighty God, we come to you and thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace and goodness. We thank you for the hope that is in Jesus. We thank you for the new life that comes through Christ alone. It would be easy to look at the world around us and just say, I want to walk away. It'd be easy to say, I'm going to quit. And yet we're not called to do that. We're called to be obedient. We're called to trust. We're called to share the gospel everywhere that we go because every single person matters. Lord, we'll encounter people today who might pluck our nerves, people who might just simply irritate us, people we don't like. But see, we have to remember it's not about us. It's about you. When we look at the Bible, Lord, we know that it's all about you. It points us to Jesus. Every page in Scripture points us to Jesus, and we remember that. We also know that your glory is manifest all around us in the midst of your creation and in the midst of your people. Help us to be obedient. Help us to trust. Help us to see with your eyes, to love the way that you've called us to love, to remember that new command you've given us. We see that in in the Gospel of John, chapter 13, this new command that you've given to us. It began with the disciples to love as he has loved. And what does that look like? That is sacrificial. That is all-encompassing. That is absolutely amazing. Father, we come to you today seeking that strength, seeking that wisdom, trusting in what you're doing in and through us. Help us to be obedient to you in every situation for the glory of your name and your kingdom. For it is in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for taking just a couple of minutes here to spend it in prayer. I have been praying for you daily, trusting that God's working in some magnificent ways as we take this journey together, 21 days of prayer and fasting. As I sat with the men in the men's Bible study this morning, we were over at the Pickle Barrel eating, and several of them were sharing a little bit about this journey and the, the several days that we've been on it so far, and they have, they have seen God work already. Just five days, they've seen God working already. Let's continue this journey. Let's continue to trust and know that there is a plan and a purpose. I'm praying for our schools. I'm praying for our leaders in our country. I'm praying for our leaders here at church. I'm praying for each and every one of you that God would continue to reveal himself to you in some magnificent ways and that there would be constant changes and transformation as you draw closer to him. Know that I love you and I'm praying for you. I can't wait to continue this journey and to hear the stories, all that's going on here in the midst of the 21 days of prayer and fasting. We'll get back together again tomorrow for day number six. Have an absolutely fantastic day.